It is 6.30 in the morning in the Pacific Coast, and welcome to the Rogers Report on this December 16th, 2021. A good morning to Lisa, to Song Daddy, in the house here right off the bat watching the show. I appreciate you guys being here. Uh, let me Let me fade out the music. And uh, we've got a, a big topic to talk about today. Arizona Insider, boom, answering the poll question at the top, guys. How do you take your coffee? He says black. That's how it's going down now. Steel Wool Queen is here. Doesn't like coffee. Lisa and Song Daddy use hazelnut creamer. Answer the poll questionnaire at the top, guys, and let's find out what kind of coffee drinkers you all are. But listen, um, on a more serious note, we are talking about humanity lost. What do I mean by that? And good morning to you, Jeez Louise. Thank you for the picture. They got some snow down in the Tri-Cities. The buses are covered in it. And classes are running on time. So a news uh, report for you there for you folks in the Tri-Cities. You did get some snow. We got a little skiff of it here in Spokane as well. But classes are running on time. I want to talk about something I came across, um, and uh, <laughs> Mark can't say black. <laughs> How about plain? Okay, fine. Good morning, Mark. Guys, a story out of California. I know you're shocked. Medics refused to enter care center to help a man in cardiac arrest due to, quote, some COVID-19 law. It's according to police who actually did go in, all right? This is in Southern California. The Rialto Police Department reported this, that basically body camera footage from the officer, and you're about to see it, so stick around here, will show an officer arrives on scene of this care facility, and there are two paramedics standing there at the door, and they were refusing to go in because of a COVID law that was implemented back in April of 2020. More on that in a second, because I think they misinterpreted this law. But meantime, inside, a person was in full cardiac arrest. I want to play this video for you. Um, it's not terrible, but there is one quick scene in it, shot in it, that some of you might find disturbing as that man's receiving care. But here you go. They're not going to come in. They're oh, saying it's a state law that they can't come in. They have, it's a cardiac arrest. He's, he's completely out. We're doing the pressure. We cannot move him while we're doing the pressure. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my about 25 minutes. Question number two, does he have a DNR or is he a full code? He's full code. Okay, he doesn't have a pulse? That he does. Like a pulse that's a pulse. Look at that real quick, Mark. Okay. Where was he last seen? Uh, like, who was on him last? I was getting ready to do his ID, but I hadn't run in yet. So. All right. No advance directive. Last seen, what, 20 minutes ago? Yes. Is the shift change right now? No. Oh. Okay. Yeah, but we'll go to that All right. All right. We're going to go ahead and you. That man was taken to the hospital and died. Now, who knows what would have happened if 
those paramedics had gone in in the first place to try and help him out. I mentioned a law that they were talking about. Okay, so let me get to that here. And I'll get to the chat in a moment, guys. I can't see that and this at the same time, but I'd be curious to know what your thoughts on this, okay? Uh, back in April of 2020, the San Bernardino County Fire Chiefs Association sent out a memo informing departments that, quote, all dispatch centers will be requesting the facilities to move patients to the door or, the, or outside the location. However, the memo also said if the patient cannot be transferred, then, quote, one member of the fire EMS personnel should initially interact with the patient. Okay, and the fire department acting chief right now is saying that those two people have been put on leave pending an investigation due to the troubling video footage. Again, that was the cop, the police officer that went in there. The bed did not have wheels. He got behind the bed and was able to get it out of the building where you still saw some of the staff there working on the man outside as the paramedics stood around. Eventually, some came in and helped out. But I just, I, I am baffled at just the overall thought process here. There's a man dying in there. Get your ass in there and help him. That's why you're a paramedic. God. This is where we're at now, guys. I hope they are too, Steel Wool Queen. I hope they are haunted. Hey, Henry, good morning to you. Good morning, Kali. Good to see you uh, up and at him. Yeah, Chip, exactly. Arizona, that's when you break the law. Even though, again, they weren't following the law. One of them should have gone in because that staff couldn't get the bed out. Didn't have wheels. I just don't know what goes through your mind. They stood there. By the way, I, I edited the video because it was pretty long. That cop was outside for a minute or so, and they didn't go in. They just stood there. Now, good morning, Janine. She loves espresso. Well, who doesn't? <laughs> um, how we, Before we get to that, back to the coffee stuff, and I do appreciate you guys uh, chatting about that. That's fun. And I, I, I know that this is a pretty, pretty serious topic here. But at the end of the day, you, you think to yourself, well, maybe they're scared of COVID. Okay. The new variant. Omicron. Well, guess what? A doctor and a law uh, professor were on TV last night talking about the new variant and a new study out of Hong Kong regarding the Omicron variant. I want to play a clip of that that I edited for you here this morning. And so the University of Hong Kong says this. Their study shows that the Omicron infection in the lung is significantly lower than the original SARS-CoV-2, which may be an indicator of lower disease severity. Okay, so doctor, what does that mean? Yeah, this study just out of the University of Hong Kong explains why Omicron may be more mild. They found that the 
virus does not replicate at the same speed in the lung tissue. As a matter of fact, it's about 90% less efficient in replicating in the lung tissue, which means you get the infection more prominent in the upper airways, in the nose and bronchus, not in the deep respiratory system where you get severe disease. This all fits. This is the missing link that explains the population data that we don't see hospitals overrun with Omicron and the bedside observation that we are seeing mild infections and they tend to be upper respiratory. It's like an omni cold, and that's how I describe it to my patients now. It's like a cold season with a cold virus. Okay, now uh, those paramedics probably didn't see that interview, but you would like to think they're in the know when it comes to Omicron. Bye, geez Louise, thanks for, uh, for coming in. Drive safe on those roads out there in the snow in the Tri-Cities. Okay, so doesn't that sound so ominous, Omicron, ominous, that you wouldn't want to go into a building and do your job and save somebody's life? Are you kidding me? And then on top of that now, we're seeing some things happening at colleges and stuff that where a lot of them have almost 100% vaccination rates. Okay, and they're still getting the virus. I know you're shocked. Let's listen to what the these guys have to say about booster shots. The VP for the University Relations at Cornell U, which is apparently they've had 903 cases between December 7th and 13th are closing some of the campuses. Exams have, exams have moved online. Uh, and this is a campus where nearly everybody is vaccinated. Uh, this VP says virtually every case of the Omicron variant to date has been found in fully vaccinated students, a portion of whom had also received a booster shot. So doctor, how are we supposed to nav navigate this? We've got Shannon to stop measuring this pandemic by the number of cases and look at hospitalizations and severe sickness. That's what our goal has always been to reduce hospitalizations. And right now, if you look at the New England Journal of Medicine paper from last week, no one under age 30 who's been fully vaccinated has died of COVID. And among those who have full vaccination, the risk of getting an infection and getting sick from it is 0.04%. So if we require boosters at universities and colleges, there will be unintended harm from the known side effects of myocarditis. So I would plead with any university or college to please not require boosters among your students. Hmm. There you go. I mean, good morning to Capricorn Unicorn. Uh, and Janine's got some information, by the way, about how to make some money by getting tested. I mean, shoot, that sounds... That sounds fine. Uh, it's not like they're requiring you to get the vaccine or anything. You just get the test and you make some money. Um, so thanks for that, Janine. Hey, good morning, Mr. Delight. So again, 900 and something cases of COVID, the Omicron variant or whatever, uh, at Cornell University, all of them were people with vaccinations. But yet, go get the booster shot. That's what some are saying, including, I hate to do this to you guys, including Lord Fauci. Yep. Everything is on the table of discussing whether you're going to change or not what the definition of fully vaccinated is. 
But again, instead of worrying about that, just go do it. Just go get boosted and not worry about a specific official definition. John, don't ask questions. Just go get the next shot. Well, what concerns me about statements like that is that it doesn't take into account the cost benefits of doing things like vaccination, particularly if you've had it before, particularly if you've had other conditions. And as this doctor was just saying, what is the actual benefit that we're getting from the booster in regard to Omicron? When we know that there are a lot of harms from things like masks or particularly shutdowns and using Zoom, we know that students who are using Zoom are not learning as well and they're, they're success and their actual incomes over their lifetimes will be lower. I think we really have to return to where we take account of the costs and benefits when we judge risks, rather than just saying, just absolutist, everyone has to get vaccinated all the time. Everyone has to wear masks all the time. We have to have a more reasonable, sensible policy. Wait, 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 wait. Did that University of Berkeley, Cal Berkeley professor just say we should have a more sensible policy? Oh my gosh! Newsflash, everybody. What a great idea that would be. Hey, Angelia, good to see you. I mean, honestly, guys. I agree with Chip. Uh, Arizona, we're going to be talking about this and the new variants until the, until the year 2050 at this point. It's time to move on. Like, life is full of shit and dangers and all it's not all related to covid i have no quarrels or problems with anybody that wants to get the vaccine or whatever that's your choice but enough with the mandated bullshit by the way if you're watching and you're trying to chat I have subscriber mode only turned on, so just subscribe to the channel, and then you'll be able to start chatting with us immediately. But, um, well, thank you, Janine. I appreciate that. And uh, and Capricorn, getting tested today with the bestie. Great. I hope it comes back negative, but I'm assuming you're feeling okay. I hope you are. Yeah, Henry, I mean... It's hard to argue that at this point, unfortunately, but I think you're right. Okay, let's lighten the mood a little bit here. I want to check out. I want to check out the uh, standings here on the coffee. Wow, interesting. So, so black coffee and sugar and cream are tied for the lead at 33%. Cream, no sugar, at 25, and 8% of you like sugar, no cream. Now. I fall into the cream, no sugar category of that, and then sometimes have it uh, black. I don't like sugar in my coffee, and so I don't do both. So I would be with the 25% of you that say cream, no sugar. But boy, a tight race there. 12 votes. Everybody vote. Now, if you don't drink coffee, obviously you're not going to vote. Uh, <laughs> you end up like old Joe if you take the vaccine. <laughs> yeah, nacho. Oh man, guys, I, I th look that video I showed you off the top of the, the paramedics really fired me up this morning. And once I saw that, I decided to build the whole show around COVID because then I found 
the the interview with the doctors, you know, and stuff from last night. And uh, <laughs> saw Daddy knock it off. And uh, you know, there's I saw on the news. I have the news on over here, just in case something crazy is going on. I can talk about it. Um, but the the CDC is warning of the the Omicron variant, and it's going to dominate here in, in weeks. And blah blah blah. Do we really like give a rat's ass what they say at this point? I mean, I hate to say that, but like seriously. Ah, Kali, <laughs> you got me. You got me. <laughs> Indeed, I do. Indeed, I do. No, I'm just kidding. All right, I want to show something fun, okay? Speaking of Kali, she and I took a little drive last night to Spokane's Manitou Park where for the second year in a row, they are doing the holiday lights. Um, and I didn't make it to it last year. There was a lot going on in my life at the time, as some of you are aware. But I recorded a little bit of video, and I wanted to share it with you, and then I'll tell you how you can see more of it afterwards, okay? So here you go. It's not very long, just like 30 seconds or so. Blonde but not sweet, says Song Daddy. Ooh, ouch. That's a jab at Kali. Joe Rogan did a great podcast with Dr. Peter McCullough. I'm going to have to check that out. Thank you for letting us know about that, Angelia. Um, look, <laughs> blonde and a little crazy. Love it. I love it, Mr. Delight. So there it was. Look, I got to tell you, you have to be patient. If you're in Spokane, and and I know not a lot of you aren't, but um, if you are and you're thinking about checking out the Holiday Light Show there at Manitou Park, just be patient. It takes a little while. There's quite a line of cars to get in there, but it was pretty cool, honestly. Something different and fun to do, and they did a nice job setting it up, and it's a fundraiser. That, that park is one of the most beautiful parks I've ever encountered in all of my travels, um, so... I uh, would highly recommend it. I'm going to put together a video, com a complete video, that I'll be uploading on Collie and I's travel channel, because this kind of fits that category, uh, Americans at Large. So if you guys haven't subscribed to that, please make sure you do. I'll probably be uploading that sometime today. It'll just be fun. We do a little on-camera intro, and then I'll edit all the, the nice shots of the, the lights, and I'll put it to music similar to what you just heard, maybe some different stuff, and it'll be cool. Um, so, yeah, look for that. Again, that's at Americans at Large, and there's a link to our channel on my channel, like actually, you know, the little things on the channel banner or down in the description section. Okay. By the way, uh it would have looked a lot better this morning because we got a little bit of snow here in Spokane and just uh, a quick, and so they did down the Tri-Cities, as I talked about too, with Gretchen, who's, uh, geez Louise, out there driving the school bus in the snow. 
She drives special needs kids, guys, and uh, truly a, an admirable job, and we thank her for that. But if you're wondering if we're going to be getting any more snow um, today, those of you in Spokane, it is supposed to pick back up again around noon for a couple of hours. I don't know how much we're supposed to get. I don't think much. Tomorrow's supposed to be actually partly sunny, and then basically a chance of snow for the next uh, four or five, six, seven, like eight days. So I'm pretty sure we're looking at a white Christmas here in Spokane by the time that's all said and done. Temperatures are going to be cold enough to kind of keep it on the ground too. So uh, if you like a white Christmas, I think you're in luck. <laughs> song, you're going to kick Song Daddy out. Jeez. Oh, an Uber through Manitou. Yeah, you know, Collie and I were, you know, because we both drive uh, rideshare for a living. And we were talking about that. Can you imagine? Because it was a long wait to get in there. Like if you had you got an Uber call for somebody that you that wanted to go through that, uh, you don't get paid much when you're not moving. Like the the time does not pay very much for those rideshare stuff. It's more about the miles, so it would not be very profitable. Definitely not. <laughs> we should we should Janine look, Son Daddy. I'm coming for you, man. We are going to get together. I keep saying that, but we really are. I promise. We're going to have some beers, and we're going to catch up. It's going to happen. Wow, good turnout this morning, guys. Sorry I didn't get in here yesterday. I just needed a break. I kind of been going pretty hard uh, with YouTube for a few days, and so I needed a little bit of a break. So if you tuned in yesterday morning or got up and, and were hoping to see the Rogers report, I apologize. I should be able to be here again tomorrow morning as well. And then just a heads up, next week there will be no report because I'm going to be spending some time uh, with my mom. Uh, so I won't be able to do the report, at least not until the end of the week. However, tonight is Rant Wars. It's Thursday, so I'm double doubling up on the live streams today. Again, 6 o'clock Pacific time, Rant Wars. It's going to be a regular Rant War situation where you bring a rant or a rave and you compete against a fellow ranter or raver. Next Thursday, which is what, Christmas Eve's Eve, I've got something planned. I think we're going to do a rave only. Or maybe we could do a... Ooh, a holiday like rant stream where your rant has to be something holiday related or a rave. That could be kind of fun. Anyway, it'll be more of a Christmassy theme next week, one way or the other. Uh, Leavenworth says, uh, Collie, just like randomly, just one word Leavenworth. Oh, speaking of that, Leavenworth, they have a live stream of Leavenworth. Um, Hollerant. Yeah, there you go, Sunday. There's a YouTube channel, Visit Leavenworth. Visit Leavenworth. And they are live streaming. They have a 24-hour camera that is live streaming downtown Leavenworth. And you can see the lights and stuff. Um, we'll be visiting there. Uh, Collie and I will be visiting there when we go to see, maybe that's what she meant, when we go to see my mom um, who lives in that area. Not in Leavenworth, but nearby. So that'll be fun. But if you want to see it for yourself, they do have a, a live stream. You know, in fact, 
We should check in on that. Hang on. While I got you guys here, I'll tell you what. Let me find that for you. Because I bet they got some snow. So it might be really pretty there. It's going to be dark, but yeah, here we go. Visit Leavenworth. Live webcam. Okay, let me. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Collie's going to be excited about this. Let me see here. Uh, let me share the screen. There's no audio, but uh, look at this. Look at that, you guys. That is a live image. Look at this person. Look at this guy right here. Just be careful, dude. There's probably a lot of ice on that sidewalk, and he looks like he's a little wobbly there. These guys are taking a little walk through the snow. Here's where all the shops and things are. It's just such a cool little town, you guys. If you've never been to Leavenworth, Washington, oh, my gosh. It really is cool. Uh, this is the main road that runs through, and then if you continue on this direction, if you follow my mouse uh, cursor, that'll take you up the Tumwater, and eventually you uh, go past Lake Wenatchee and over Stevens Pass that drops you off over on the west side over in Monroe and a bunch of little towns there. But there it is, a live shot from Visit Leavenworth. What is going on here? Whoa, 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 wait, before I, he made a turn. Look at this dude. He's on a bike. He says, screw the snow. I'm going for it. <laughs> you never know what you're going to see in a live, uh, live camera stream. I love that. <laughs> what do you guys, what do you guys think? It is something out of a Christmas cartoon movie, Chip. It really is. Um, <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, you guys like that, huh? It looks fake, but it's real. I know, right? Uh, yeah. Capricorn, it does look fake, but it really, truly is real. So, uh, all right, guys. Well, listen, I'm going to wrap things up. Um, oh, wait. I'm showing you... Uh, Something you guys probably really don't care about seeing. Let's go back to that for a second. And then I'll come back here. I'm going to wrap it up. Let me, you know, speaking of the holiday, why don't I just play some holiday music as I leave and you guys can continue chatting for a bit. I need to go fill up my coffee and um, I'll leave the stream going for a little bit while you chat, okay? I appreciate all of you being here. Great turnout today. I'll see you tonight for Rant Wars. Good. I almost said good night, everybody. Good morning, everybody. Have a great day. <laughs>